All right, guys, welcome back to best hour of their day. Today, we're taking a trip down memory lane, and we're going to talk about how each of us, Jason, Todd, and Fern, found CrossFit, and then ultimately how I became the fittest of the bunch. We'll get to that later in the show. The fittest person. You're the second you fittest person in your bedroom, and there's nobody yeah. else in your bedroom, so you're we'll get, second place to nobody. We'll, we'll get there later when you actually become that person. Much so later. I'll, I'll kick off a little bit. You know, it won't be one story at a time, but maybe we can all discuss where we fell into that, but I'll, I'll kick off where I first heard about it. I was wrapping up a jujitsu practice. It was a Saturday. My good buddy, Chad, who was a black belt there, uh, handed me an issue of muscle and fitness. I don't remember who's on the cover, but he said, Hey, have you heard of this CrossFit thing? And he opens up somewhere in the magazine. There's an article about Chuck Liddell and John Hackleman who owned an affiliate called cross pit back in the day. And there's some videos of Chuck Liddell. If you don't know who he is, he was like the first superstar in MMA. He had the mohawk, the tattoos on his head, and he was the light heavyweight champion for a couple couple of years. And Chad showed me that. I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Um, I was kind of burned out on training the normal way at the gym. And I went home, immediately went to CrossFit.com. And I'll, I'll stop right there for a moment. But is that kind of when, when you guys found CrossFit, I want to know when you first heard of it, but then did you also – you know, the old story back in the day when we found it is like you went to CrossFit.com and it's like you go down this rabbit hole. No, mine. I didn't find it. So what? So tell me then. You didn't. You didn't find CrossFit.com. Like you didn't look it up. You know. That's, Have you ever been no, to it? Nope. Jess walked. <laughs> no. None of that stuff. My uh, Jess found it, and she was like, "Hey, I found this thing. Um, let's go. Let's go check it out." And I was like, okay. And I think we, we weren't we weren't that far removed from college. Uh, Division one basketball, you mean? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> correct. Um, and so we look up the website. It was CrossFit Virginia Beach. It's Pat Sherwood's box at the time. And it's funny that you talk about uh, CrossFit.com because I remember I walked in and uh, – Tommy was working at the front desk and she was like, Hey, so do you follow main site in, in typical fashion? And, um, and I literally didn't know what the hell she was talking about. Like, I didn't understand what the term main site meant. I didn't know what she was talking about. And, uh, so naturally I said yes. <laughs> and, uh, that I had been following it and she's like, okay, well then you can hop in class. And, but yeah, like I did not find it. Jess mentioned it because she was trying to find something else to do. And how did she find it? How did she stumble upon it? I, that's a good question. I have to go back and ask her how she actually – she was doing what she does best in this world, which is scour the internet. Yeah. And so when you walk in there with Jess, did you both equally enjoy it or did one of you like it more and kind of continue to drag the other one in? <laughs> like. No, no, we both equally enjoyed it. Uh, our our experiences on day one were drastically different, but we both were all about it from day one. What what was different about it? Uh, I got demolished. I don't remember what sh what happened to her, but I got absolutely embarrassed. Do you remember your first workout? JT. You did JT. First of all, Tommy, and for those listening, that's an OG <laughs> reference. Tommy Gill, right? That was her yep. name. It's a girl. Mm -hmm. Um. She threw you into JT. Yep. There's no way you were doing handstand push-ups. I was. 
Because remember, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, because remember, I'm fitter than you, and I was an athlete. So how many have there are people so, that can. So, so that means he bent, he jumped up, he went, he went upside down, he bent his elbows, and then straightened up again. I felt, yeah, yeah he, I fell down he onto didn't my touch head. Anything? No, um, did he... no. So was... no, I I did it all, but I have to finish the story, and then you'd be like, okay, that makes sense. It took thirty-seven some odd minutes. <laughs> I can see that so, you do. You know, you were doing like one handstand at a time at that. I was point. doing a half handstand and then trying to yeah. like string them together. I was like push halfway up, fall down, lower myself halfway, call that one rep. Um, yeah, it was devastating. What? What about you, Todd? So you asked this question, and my mind started thinking through this thing. And my my recollection of exactly how I found it is pretty jumbled. I can't remember exactly who it was. So I had three of my friends at the time that had told me about it. And I don't know which one exactly was first. JD, one, Justin Berg. No, no, J, we, we introduced it to, to JD, but Justin, Justin Berg was one. I had a buddy, Nate, who had been in the, in the military that had done it. There was like, Hey, you need to check out this website called CrossFit.com. And then my buddy, AJ, and they'd all told me about it roughly around the same time. I was in grad school at the time. Um, went to the website, but I didn't get it. Like I saw the workouts and I'd be like, all right, this is it. I, you know, Justin, every time I was with him and we'd try to do it, you'd want to time everything. And I was like, that's, I don't get it. Why do you want to time it? <laughs> why are we in such a hurry? <laughs> or why are we in such a hurry? Let's just do the workout. So I can remember like, I can remember one beginning workout with him where, um, where we were at one of our buddies, one of our friend from college's weddings, and we were sharing a, a hotel room and we wanted to work out. And at the time I'd been doing this thing with my friends. It was like, I think it was called 21 down where I'd do like 21 push-ups, and then you'd do 21 and I would do 20 and you would do 20. And he was like, well, let's time it and let's do it with squats after we're done with push-ups and all this. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I remember doing it with the squats and trying to go fast and trying to beat him, like be as quick as he was that I remember that crushing my legs for one with my buddy, Nate, there was like a CrossFit club at UF when I was in school there. And I remember we went to this club and it was like a boot camp. Essentially we would flip tires and swing kettlebells or something like that. Um, but so I started, Oh, and then I, then I also remember after with my buddy, Nate, who had told me about going to CrossFit.com. And I remember it was, I think it was on Valentine's day, either in like 2006 or 2007, the workout was fraying. It was either on Valentine's Day or close to it. And so I was like, all right, let's do this CrossFit workout. And we went to the rec center together. And I was like 21, 59 thrusters and pull-ups. But I didn't, once again, get the time thing. So I was like, all right, I had two of my buddies with me. I was like, all right, I'm going to do 21 of these thruster things. Eddie, then you go. Then Nate, you do 21. Then when you guys finish that, I'm going to do 21 of these pull-ups. Then you go. Then you go. And so we did it that way. Um, Team Fran. Team friend, yeah. Exactly, but you know, as right? you're saying this, it makes me think you're only what, like four years younger than me. Yeah, it's Something like that. that you had it and that you found CrossFit in college. Well, this was grad school, so it was like oh, grad school six, something like that. And also, for all of us, how weird it would be like now that people are finding CrossFit in college. Like it, it it's so Forget different. College, or think high, about high middle school, school. High middle school. 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 Yeah, great. Yeah, school, like, I mean, we had the we had the founder of the the Penn State Club on the show, and it was just so weird. I'm like, you're thinking about programming. All I was thinking about was girls and beer. Like, you're actually like trying to like do something productive in college. It's so strange. 
I forgot yeah, who brought it up at a, a seminar. You know, you know, you talk about the what is CrossFit, and we always use references talking about the Globo Gym environments in that lecture. And somebody brought it up, and they're like, hey, you know, there are people at this point who have no con- concept of a Globo Gym. They only know CrossFit. They have no, they have no other training modality in their life. And that like, when you do the old Beck deck machine, like they have What's no that? idea what that is, you know? And I was I, like, that's I a mean, good point. Do you, do you ask that question, Todd, as a flow master? Like I know some of the flows will ask that, like whose only experience in fitness is CrossFit. And there's always at this point, three to five people that raise their hand. I mean, even, you know, there's some older people, forties, fifties, sixties that, their kids found it or they decided to make a change and they never went to a gym. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty to, crazy to think that that's the case, especially back when, when we started it. Would you have a different idea and belief of what CrossFit is? If that's all you like for us, we, we can understand CrossFit and appreciate it because we realize how functional it is versus what we were doing. Where like the timing thing is a great example. You're like, why time this? And now you realize the importance of it. But if you only ever experienced CrossFit, you don't have that like negative thing to, to compare it to. What's well, the opposite? You'd be like, why wouldn't we time it? Aren't we supposed to? Yeah, you would go to a global gym and be like, wait, just do a set of 12? What? Why? Why are we going to be here two hours? So anyway, I, you Todd, know, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'll, I've got some thoughts on that, but I can continue telling my story. So anyways, I started dabbling with it. I'm still doing my regular workout stuff. I'm visiting the website, doing some of the workouts. And then um, as I finish up school and I'm getting ready to go and start my job with, uh, with the, in finance that I did right after school, I had been playing like pickup basketball and sprained my ankle real bad. So I didn't work out for a while. And I moved to Charlotte and I go to work and I'm like, you know what? When I start working out again, once my ankle's well, I'm just going to do this CrossFit.com thing. Um, but I started doing it just at a, at a traditional gym. I think it was a peak fitness up there. Same deal. I didn't really get the timing thing. So I didn't have a stopwatch or anything like that. So I'd go in, I'd look at like the dial clock on the wall. I'd start my workout and be like, Oh, that took roughly about 10 minutes. So I did that for maybe three or four months. And then I came back to Florida to, um, visit some friends and do some different things. And I was hanging out with Justin and he's like, hey, I'm going to CrossFit Jacks. You should come with me. And I was like, heck yeah. I, you know, I was starting to get into CrossFit more. Wanted to go to a real gym. Um, and if you guys, you guys had never been to the old CrossFit Jacks, which is funny because Chris actually, Chris Russell, who, who owns it with his wife, Megan, today sent me videos because he was at the location where they started. And Wait, they- I know oh, really? what happens. I know what you- happens at this first workout. You oh. like bust yourself up, right? Oh yeah, this is great. So, so I walk into this place and it wasn't a business. It was a fight club. And literally these are all Navy guys. And you walk in there, not a single person has their shirt on, not a single person has like less than 10 tattoos on their body. And I come in and it's, you know, September in, in Florida, it's blazing hot. And I walk in the door and I'm with Justin and I want to do a workout. And I like walk up to the coach or whoever's man in the desk or whatever. And they're like, Hey, Justin's like, Hey, he wants to work out with me. And they're like, well, usually when somebody's in here for the first time, we take them through like an intro workout or something like that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I've been doing this for a while. I'm pretty Do you know good. who I am? Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I can do the, I can do this workout. I'm fine. 
and they're like, all right, well, you said that you look, you know, like you're athletic or whatever you're with Justin, that's fine. Let's do it. And it was like three rounds of a wait. Can we take a step back? You yeah. look athletic. Come I don't on, know if he Dad. said that, but he pretty much was like <laughs> just bought into the fact that I was. Well, we can agree he looks more athletic than you, Jay. That we is can all agree. for sure. <laughs> oh, and by the way, if people are watching, they can see the affiliate. Um, what's that video, Chris? Was in Transformers. Transformers, yeah. Yeah. So if you Google CrossFit oh. Transformers, you'll see Chris Russell in the original. The box Todd's talking about. And that wasn't and even that, a. That wasn't even a box. It was just. It was just. It's a storage unit. It was. A it was a storage unit, unit that with zero ventilation, no fans, no nothing. That's it was basic. It was there. the most crude thing you've ever seen. It was like spray paint all over the walls and everything. Yes, and if you like, if you guys watch that video, you'll realize what I'm talking about when I say <laughs> that. Like, it was not a business. It was a fight club. So the workout was like I think it was three rounds of. Um, a 400 meter run somewhere between 20 and 30 thrusters at like 65 pounds and 20 and 30 pull-ups, something like that. And so we start the first run or no, it started with the thrusters, then the pull-ups, then the run. So we start, start the thrusters. I, I don't know. I broke it up in two or three sets. I do the pull-ups, which I just started to figure out kipping pull-ups. So I'm just a little bit behind these guys when they set off on the run. So they go off on the run. I start my run. And it's like down through a neighborhood where there's kids riding on bikes, people walking in the streets, but it's kind of in the ghetto a little bit too. So the run, 400 meter run was like down to a mailbox and back. So I'm running that direction. The other people had already hit the mailbox and were coming back. They passed me. Almost immediately after they passed me, I start vomiting all over the place. I <laughs> fold over. I'm puking on myself. There's kids riding their bikes pointing at me and laughing as they're going by. <laughs> Todd's getting picked I'm, on my little kid. <laughs> I'm walking to the mailbox. I get there. I start walking back. And literally, they've, most everybody else has finished their next round of thrusters and pull-ups just as I'm finishing the, the last 200 meters of my run and I mean, back to the gym. Back in the day, say it was even 20 and 20, that's a couple minutes of work. You were yes. very oh, far behind. I mean, I was. I mean, I was on a knee puking in the gutter. I'm telling you, it's no joke. <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm gonna die. I get back into the place. I'm sure I was white as a ghost. Not a single person comes to look at me to say, "Hey, how you doing? Why did that take that long?" Nothing. I walk in. Well, Chris in, is probably doing the workout with you. No, Chris wasn't there. He was leaving as we had showed up. So it was okay. a different coach. And there was somebody there that was coaching. But I'm walking in and in my head, I'm like, I'm dying. I was like, if I had driven myself, I would probably grab my keys, get in my car and leave. And then I'm having this conversation with myself. Is it worse to stop the workout or is it worse to finish the workout in the state that I'm in? And so I convinced myself to keep going. So I walk in and I probably had to have done everything else in like sets of five. I'd go in, I'd do a couple thrusters, I'd crawl back outside. I'd lay on the curb. I would puke some more. I would go back in, do another round of this thing. So let me, let me ask you a couple of questions. First of all, you probably weren't kipping. I was. It was a horrible like, – like, like a frog kick type frog deal? Kick type deal. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you were at least yeah. kipping. but Not, not really useful. <laughs> out, out, of, out of all of these kind of you know, things that play, the heat, you know, the fact that you probably went out way too hot. Oh, and, my gosh, so you know, hot. It was it was a brand new stimulus for you. Like, who knows what you ate beforehand? Like, what do you think was the biggest culprit? Like, what was the reason you were just bump? Like, one of those things more than the others. Like, did you eat like bad Chinese food beforehand? Like, 
Or was it just like you went out so hot, your body was like rejection? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was intensity. It was, I'm a competitor. These guys look fit. I'm going to keep up with these guys. Let me show you how good I am. <laughs> like there's... Let me show you how good I am. Yeah. You know, there's not... Physically, I've been able to do most things most of the time and perform pretty well relative to my peers. So I was like, all right, let me show these guys how good I am. So needless to say, it took them like 15 to 16 minutes. I think I finished up like at over 30 minutes into this thing. I finally finished my last run. I collapse on the ground. I'm laying down like puking again, like rolling on the ground. Not a single person comes up to me to say, hey, man, how you doing? Nobody comes up to nice check job. on me during the entire the workout. No good jobs. I think Justin's probably embarrassed that I'm even there with him. Finally, after I've like peeled myself off the ground, he's like, all right, let's go. Let's get out of here. And so I get in the car. We're leaving this thing. Like I'm trying to figure out what the hell just happened. And in my mind, I'm like, I better never do CrossFit again, or I better get a stopwatch. I better find an affiliate and I better figure out how to do this shit right. Cause I'm not ever going through that again. So which affiliate did you join? Um, I, at the time I joined CrossFit Charlotte from where I was living in Charlotte. Oh yeah, that's an, right. It was an hour drive to get there. So I could only go like on the weekend. So I'd go on Friday night and Saturday morning I'd wake up early and go and Sunday morning I'd wake up early and go. And then during the week I had to keep training at like peak fitness or whatever it was because I didn't have time with work and everything else I was doing. CrossFit Charlotte, that's Andy Hendel's gym, right? Yep. So that's pretty crazy that back in the day, it's, it was kind of like jujitsu was 10 years ago. Like there wasn't a school on every block and you had to really commit. I mean, an hour drive to work out is pretty legit. Dude. And I loved it. Yeah. It was great. I'm trying to think of how many gyms there were when I started. I want to say. So two, two gyms, maybe. So give me some references. Mine was around 2006. Todd, when was this? It it was, uh, well, I think that was like 2007, something like that. Yeah. And then Fern, what about you when you went into Virginia beach? 2008, I think like, I think like early 2008. So let's remember it was cold. I don't know if you guys remember. Pat Sherwood was wearing a beanie and he just like, it was funny because I mean, we all know Pat now and he's super nice dude, but like he didn't look super nice at the time. And he really didn't say much to me at that point. <laughs> how, how sore were both of you afterwards? Do you remember? I don't, I don't remember soreness being that bad. And that probably more so because of the fact that I had been one, I'd always worked out. And two, I had been doing this, these things, just didn't know how to do them with that kind of intensity. So I was doing practice and kipping pulps. I shoot, I did them every day in the, the regular gym. I know my friends from the job I was working at that would go in and do the normal treadmill stuff would be like, you look like a monkey in there. I'm swinging dumbbells for kettlebell swings. I'm trying to do kipping pull-ups. I'm jumping on benches. People thought I was an idiot. I remember one, one of my first pull-up workouts I did, people – you know, where I opened the gym was in, in a, you know, basically a racquetball facility, but it had a global gym area. So I was trying to kip like you doing the frog kip and people were like, you're cheating. And I'm like, no, no, no that's what you're supposed to do. Like that's CrossFit. <laughs> I wasn't sore. I, I said I wasn't sore. I was very butthurt though about how awful it was. And that was probably like pride is probably what brought me back. No. Did you go back to Virginia Beach? Like, did you join that box firm? Yeah, I was there for. I was there for probably just under a year and a half until 
I left uh, like shortly thereafter, uh, like Pat moved to Denver. And then you shortly after yeah, that opened, it, right? Yeah, and then we opened ours up. I kind of I, I hopped around to like a couple boxes for we hopped around for a couple to a couple boxes for a couple months, and then an opportunity uh, popped up for us to do it. So then we started doing it after that, which is pretty. I think about that now, and I'm like, what in the world? What were we doing? We had no and business it, doing that. It's it's funny because I think any culture and, and new things go through those phases, but there there's not going to be a new group of people that can reflect on it like we can now. Like everybody will have their first experience, but for most people now, it's like, oh, you want to join? Cool. We've got this on-ramp thing. There's not like you're doing fucking JT or you're doing a hundred thrusters and pull-ups on day one. Like I can't tell you. I used to put people through Fran on day one. Like they'd walk in and I'd be like, all right. Like you, like you were testing them. Like you were saying, it was like a fight club. Like I remember we had this military guy and I had gone to college with him. So I knew him and I put him through Fran and he's throwing up. I was doing, you know, like I was scaling it mid workout. So definitely doing all the things we talk about, not doing like pull-ups to jumping pull-ups, some ring rows, like just recipe for for rabdo and a disaster but you know it was also like it's one of those things where you experienced it and you're like now you have to like this is a rite of passage where we've learned that we probably shouldn't do that yeah. anymore well oh, what's yeah, funny what about that idea. is like yeah it's so it's a terrible idea think about all the times at a seminar you've asked people how you like what their first workout was and if they're if they're anything that like resembles og like three probably like more like five years now the likelihood of them saying either murph or fight gone bad is pretty high like that was their first workout like the number of people that had told me that the, that's their first workout is asinine I'm like and i know well, people that i personally i remember this like this was the first time we did memorial day murph and like and I still have pictures of like all the people that showed up that day. Some girl showed up. <laughs> She's like, do you guys mind if I hop in? And my answer was like, totally. Here's a vest. <laughs> <laughs> that was, well, that was a reason that was where Here's people started is because usually we try to make big deals out of that, right? Yeah. We so your friends the would, in the area members would bring to, friends. Well, and yeah. the other gyms would get together because there was only a handful of them and you would you know, I remember we used to, the CrossFit East family used to do the, the fight gone bad. And we'd do it in a parking lot. And there was like, um, like a uh, big moving truck that we'd do wall balls against for wall ball shots and all kinds of stuff. And so it's one of those deals. Speaking where of that, like, hey, we need to get TJ this. on the podcast. Hell. We, TJ Cooper? Got, yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I, you know, funny, fight gone bad. That was one of the first workouts I remember too. And like you, Todd. I understood like there's a time thing, but I would be like three, two, one, go. I would do a minute of wall balls and I'd have to go to it. I literally would have to go up a flight of stairs to get to the gym area. And then I would like hit the clock again, you know? And then it was like, you would take your time going from movement to movement, but you know, and I was doing box jumps on a bench and then I'd be like, shit, I'm tired. Take a minute break. Do another minute. <laughs> and, and, you know, to defend us a little bit at my level one, I don't remember like talks about scaling or anything. It was like, we're doing Fran. We're doing fight gone bad. And it was just like, you throw 95 on the bar, you throw 75 on. It was just very like time to work out. 
Yeah, just everybody got thrown to the fire back then. Yeah. It's like if, it's like the Dolph Lundgren be like if he dies he dies. Like it he is. Dies. <laughs> he dies. So, so any any other early workouts, you know, bring back memories that you can think of that were just like what was I doing? Here's a really stupid one. So we did and this was again at Cross Virginia Beach. We did death by pull-ups. Well, I've done that workout. Yeah. However, so it went I think we did it basically we violate everything that we know about progressive scaling about and we violated it as aggressively as possible at this point so you started with pull-ups so we started with strict pull-ups and then you went to tipping pull-ups and then we went to jumping pull-ups so let me tell you how out of hand you had, to, you, you, had to, you had to get 30 minutes or gtfo or what no no, no. so at so so basically, so, you know, I played uh, basketball and then my wife played uh, volleyball. So she, like both pretty good jumpers, right? Like just like bounding in general. So when we get to the jumping pull-up portion, we start to get faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. So at one point we just look over each other. Everybody's done. Like everybody's out of here. At, and we just look over each other and be like, let's just, do, and we're super competitive with each other. And she's my girlfriend at this point. She's not my wife. We just look over to each other at the 52 minute mark. And we're just like, I'll be done if you're done. She's like, so, so you had gone through the 30s, the 40 of pull-ups. We went 52 consecutive minutes. You know, whatever the fail point, you just transition to the next movement. So you went strict pull-ups into kipping pull-ups. And right. then you, so we could assume at this point, I'm probably doing a minimum like, of 30, a minimum of 30 minutes, probably closer to like 40 minutes of jumping pull-ups. Yeah. And no kidding. I didn't even know this was possible until we did this, but like I could not walk for days. I, I, for, I legit had rhabdo in the calves after this. Couldn't go right, up and down the stairs. The, it was terrible. Because you were not only of your arms, but you're probably trying to like let your arms just dangle and use your yeah. legs. Well, you probably, and, you probably didn't use your arms much at all. You probably didn't. No, I didn't need to. Neither one of us arms, need to. Yeah. Just like just jumping up to the pull-up bars. It was, it was yeah. jumping for 40 minutes afterwards, but it was like, I don't even want to do the math on that. I don't even know what the rep count is there, but that is stupid. But, but back to the point is everybody was just like, keep going, do it. This is amazing. Like this is, this is exactly how it should work. <laughs> you just had just, no idea what would happen. Every workout, I remember walking in and looking at the board and going, I'll probably win that. I think I can do. I, I think I can do those all unbroken. <laughs> and no matter what it was. Yeah, didn't matter. Oh. Did, I mean, you definitely had rhabdo. Did did you? For did you sure. Eat? I mean, my calves they they swole, They were like swollen, and I legitimately because we lived in a condo at that point because uh, we were living together and going up the stairs was an was a legit ordeal it was like full two hands on the rail like there was no flexion or extension of the ankle i just like physically could not move my foot anymore because of that like it was it was torn up really bad so no like as that's happening and as you're so sore were you was any part of you thinking this is bad or were you like this is awesome like i need more of it i'm trying to think of how old i was but at no point was was i worried Right. Yeah, I was just I was just like, "Oh, this is a scar. This is a this is a story I'll be able to tell later. This is great." Meanwhile, this is the dumbest thing you could ever do. Yeah. Ignorance so is bliss, you know. There wasn't a lot of rhabdo talk at my first level one. But by the time you took it after that for you must have been like, "All right, I had rhabdo." I'll be honest with you. I don't remember 
that seminar. I mean, I, I remember, remember going and I remember working out, but like, I don't, and I remember having an aha moment during the what is fitness lecture. And I was like, oh, this makes sense. Like, I get it. What have I been doing? But I don't remember anything outside of that. Nothing. I'm the same way. Like I have bits and pieces that I remember, but you know, I think at the time it was just like, Hey, we're taking a seminar. No big deal. Yeah. Like, you know, I was in fitness. I was taking seminars all the time versus like now where it's like a people, you join a box and people are taking their level ones and talking about it. So, you, you know, you know, you look forward to it. You maybe, you know, talk well, about I also it look more. Yeah. I also wasn't financially vested. Do you guys remember this? Did you know that um, there was a, there was like a year or two maybe that if you <laughs> got a license plate that said CrossFit, like regardless of how you spelled it, that you would get a free seminar. I don't remember that. I, I, <laughs> I don't remember I that. And now the fact that I can imagine you had like a yellow Mustang. Me? <laughs> no. no, 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 no. I had a, uh, what did I have? I had a Ford, I had a two door Ford Explorer and then Jess had a crotch rocket and a, uh, and a, and a Chevy Yukon. How is your wife and so you, much tougher than you, by the way? Yeah. And, and you, tell me, tell me about this license plate. Keep going. So they were just like, hey, if you get a license plate that says CrossFit, you don't have to pay for the seminar. You just get to do it. Right. Oh, so, so you what did, did your, that. So what did your license plate say? I don't remember. I don't remember how I spelled it, but it was something to the tune of CrossFit. Like, I don't, like, I don't, I actually don't remember how it was spelled or what, but I just remember like you, I remember, but I do remember on her bike, she just had X fit and that checked the box. That's, I mean, that's a smart move on CrossFit's part, right? It's free advertising. I had for years when I had my affiliate, I had, ALBX fit for Albany CrossFit. I mean, uh, did you get a lot with with uh, with your little um, what was it that you were driving at the time? No, no, this your was Prius? on my Honda. Metro Geo. Do you have a Metro Geo? <laughs> it wasn't on my Prius. It was on Prius? my Honda. And then eventually, uh, tough. I remember getting rid of it because I members just always knew where I was, and I was like, oh, I don't want that. And like it was, they'd be like, I saw you here, I saw you there. I was like, all right. I'm getting rid of this license plate and uh, yeah, went back that, to I was back in the place. day. Like if you did that, you got a free seminar. So I was like, I'm in, let's do it. So I, I need bar money. I'm not spending on fitness. What, what, what do you guys do now that we've learned from when it comes to, you know, preventing people from ever doing 52 minutes of jumping pull-ups again on day two? Dude. I mean, an on we yeah, still yeah, it's all that same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they try First out. Workouts, friend, second fit, ones they... <laughs> yeah, we send them on their way. But do you ever have people that come in that you're like, all right, I need to smash this dude a little bit to get into under, like the same as that burn mentality of like, I need this pain. No, I mean, if you need, like what I've found is that if, I need, if I've got somebody that's got a little bit of an ego that, that needs to be smashed, I just start him with like a minute on the rower and then whatever else after that. Or on the bike. It's yeah, like, cool, so your workout's going to start. It's going to be a minute for these five stations. You're going to start on the bike or the thrower. They're going to blow up, and then they get off, and their legs, legs start wobbling, and they can't do anything. And then they go, wow, that was way harder than I thought. And you're like, all right, cool. You, don't, you can do it in smart ways. It's smart ways. But most That's people really good. Don't, don't need to, to – you don't need to show that to people because most people are pretty intimidated. I, like I think about – were you intimidated, Fern, when you when you were walking through the door of, of Pat's gym? 
Were you no, nervous? No, I wasn't. No, I, so I was nervous. I wasn't intimidated, but it was like nervous, like showing up to like a, a camp of some sort. It's just, it, it, it's right? not like yeah, it's not like I'm like it, I'm I'm not I'm not fearful. It's more of like who who do I need to who's the who's the big dick in the room? Like how do I measure up here so that I can you know you know like do a Todd and be like let me show them how good I am. You know? Right. <laughs> But, but just to have that, like that same thing, like I remember going to CrossFit Charlotte for the first time and just having so much anxiety about that, being nervous about being like, well, I want to be good. Like, am I, can, like, how good will these people be? You think no matter who you are, you think that you're walking into something that you potentially aren't prepared for. So I try to remember that. And I'm like, man, at that point, you know, I've been pretty athletic my whole life. Most people now are walking to the gym and as much as I, I want to say that we don't make it an intimidating environment if I was nervous walking in for the first time I guarantee you most people are a hundred times more nervous than I am because most people are like hey I, you know I haven't worked out in five years I need to lose 50 pounds and I didn't have any of those things going on um, so being nervous walking into that I try to remind myself that and just make it as welcoming and and give people wins that's the big thing for me is like i want you to feel like you won today um so that way you'll come back tomorrow so make the workout easier than you expected it to be for you to go man that wasn't that bad and then you're like yep told you you can do it this is something you can definitely do come back in yeah. try it again the other thing that was that was that people now have the luxury of is that you know if you think about when we started there were no videos there was no Oh, there were no video, I mean, there was a handful, but you had to go on a search and like you had to like actively dive into the to the darkness of the internet to find something. And, you and they were the best of the best, right? They and you probably no, no. didn't, and you probably didn't know anybody that did it, right? So like you walked in almost completely blind. You're like, yeah, I can. I mean, I get it. I, I can read. I understand what the workout is. I have some familiarity with that. But you didn't. You didn't have any experience. Like you didn't get to watch people do craziness on the internet as far as like working out in the games like you just didn't have any concept of what you were walking into like now people can kind of get a an idea of like that's incredibly difficult where like I walked in the gym and I was like I don't care what you write up on there like I can probably do it it's fine you know well and, and back then too almost in a bad way CrossFit wasn't as heavy as it is now so people like us could do it RX which is probably not ideal yeah, one thirty-five was a yeah. heavy barbell. Like, oh, like even, it's it still is, but I mean, but Grace was doable RX. I mean, Fran ninety-five, even though it's not heavy, it was like probably too much. Like, I don't, I don't think I've ever scaled Fran, not on purpose. Like maybe for testing when I started, it was always just like, okay, ninety-five, I can do it. And then yeah, yeah. you know, oh, like yeah. you guys, like nine minutes later, you're done. Where okay, yeah. that's not what we should be doing. Well, and I think, to be honest with you, I use most of that information and knowledge that I've gained from doing things the wrong way in order to apply it appropriately to everybody else that comes in to my affiliate. Like, no, no, I've done that. I've been the guy that goes, what's the weight supposed to be? Okay, that's what I do. And that's <laughs> not the way to do it. So, like, it's easy for me to have that conversation and be like, no, no, I know where you're coming from because that was me. It doesn't work out well for you. Let me let's just you let's like, just put a disclaimer on that. That if that question comes out of somebody's mouth, the answer is not whatever the weight is on the board. <laughs> like in no circumstances is that okay. You know, we've all been there. We've all seen people that do it. So so 
let me ask you each one last question to wrap it up. Todd, if you could go back to this time, 2007, you know, what message would you tell the younger Todd about your CrossFit journey? Or what piece of advice would you give yourself? I'll, I'll, I'll give you both a moment uh, do, to think. I already know what I would say. What do you got? Probably, okay, your Fern, you good? I wouldn't say anything. Dude, it's been great. I, like, I don't I, have I like, any regrets. Yeah, I, I have no regrets. I mean, there's always some dumb thing. But, I mean, this is, this is the, the essence of the technique lecture, which is, like, those mistakes are what put us all here today. It, if those mistakes don't happen, we don't learn. We don't get it any better. If you start off too safe, then you don't get the results. You know, it was, it was a constant push-pull, and that's what made it so amazing. Well, and, and it also – you've mentioned – start off not safe like I did most everything wrong and I never got hurt the only injury I got was from slipping off a pull-up bar because that was also it was, at Jack's right yeah because it was August and it was, it was 148 degrees <laughs> and I put my thumb on top of the bar like that's it so other than that it's like yep I did everything wrong I deadlifted too much I tried to snatch too much I did kipping pull-ups before I tech knew the technique got fitter than I'd ever been I mean I think at it, it's an, a testament to the fact that these movements are inherently safe. The program's inherently safe. Uh, you know, I often hear people be like, man, I, don't, I just don't think it's safe to go in there and, you know, snatch 300 pounds every day or flip a 400-pound tire. And I'm like, good, don't worry. You won't. You won't snatch 300 pounds. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, ain't, you ain't probably going to snatch 135. And even if you try, you ain't going to because you can't. So most of the movements yeah. lend themselves to they're self-correcting. The, the I, I don't think thing, it's yeah. safe to do 20 kipping pull-ups. Well, you won't. If you do one, that'll be impressive. You won't do 20 in a row? Like, You're not fit enough. Yourself. Yeah. Right. The, You're only, not the only enough. thing – It solves itself. Yeah, the only thing that I would maybe – and this is, and is going to sound a little weird – that I would maybe like oh, – I wish that didn't happen was rupturing my Achilles, right? So, like, I, I'm not saying you should want to get injured. However, I will tell you the result of that shifted gears for me from wanting to be competitive because – I had, I was doing CrossFit to compete up until that point. And that is when I shifted from, Hey, I want to do this to compete immediate to immediately to like, I want this to be a profession. And I don't know had had that not happened that I would have made that shift and ended up with all of this today. Like, I, I don't, I don't know because I probably would have tried to ride that train as long as possible and, and seen CrossFit for what it actually is not, which is like this, means of competing longer when I was just like, ah, actually, this is a tool to help people and, and be a professional and have a business and, and be a I mean, I, I, bet, lives, you know? I have a feeling that you would have gotten to that point because the reality is, is like competition typically only is going to last so long or like, you know, or it's going to have to change to some degree. So, well, but maybe not. Right. So, I mean, if you think about, and the reason I say that is because I have the good fortune of looking backwards now. I have, hindsight is twenty twenty. So I got injured in 2012. I made a decision that I wanted to coach. And then I started on this pathway to, to I was like, I want to wear a red shirt. At which point I got hired in 2013. At which point they went on basically a five-year hiring freeze after that. So probably not realistically had that not happened. Yeah, I think, you know, like anything in life, you can't go back and change things, get the butterfly effect and all that. But yeah, whether or not you would have found this, but certainly getting injured and rupturing your Achilles expedited, you, you know, put you 
look, look Todd's trying to be nice. You weren't that fit. Competition was going to pass you by any day. Did you? Did you? What year did you go to regionals, Jay? As no, an athlete, ran, as ran, an athlete. <laughs> yeah, as an athlete. I don't mean. I don't mean show up. I don't mean show up and make sure I the mean, event starts. That's one of my biggest time. regrets. Is Dave Castro called me up on the phone, asked me to run regionals, and I said to him, Dave, do you want me to run regionals or do you want me to compete? And he, and he said, was I, like, did you listen to the question? <laughs> <laughs> so last thing I want to say, I remember this was a conversation with you, Todd, and when what you were saying kind of reminded me of it. I don't remember where we were. We were watching people work out. And you looked at me and you were like, typical Todd fashion, clapped his hands, rubbed them together, right, Fern? <laughs> and he was like, you said something along the lines of, that's what's so amazing about CrossFit. Look how bad this is. And they're all getting fitter. And it's true. Like, even shitty CrossFit is still good CrossFit. Way better than anything else out there. Way better. I remember remember watching it. We were just like, these people are moving terribly, but they're doing better than 99% of the world. Yeah, it it doesn't matter all that much. Now, can you make a better experience by teaching people how to move well and, you know, put some thought behind the programming absolutely but if somebody just shows up like so here's a good example i got my brother to do the support your local box workouts so i've been talking to him for crossfit for you know 12 years now he ended up signing up he did those three workouts he, he enjoyed it and now he's like is that it was there only three is there you know is there a fourth or a fifth one i was like no there's not more there but hey why don't you start following our program everything we're doing right now you can do at home he's got a couple dumbbells at the house and like, I'm super excited and he's not going to know how to do these movements perfectly, but he's going to start doing them and it's going to be way better than anything else. Even starting this on his own without a coach, without any eyes on him or technique practice at this point, doesn't matter because he's going to be doing this stuff, which is going to be way better than not doing it. At some point, next time I get a chance to go visit him, we'll spend a couple hours and work on some of the movements. But beyond that, it's like, dude, I'm just stoked you're doing it. You do this three to five times a week, do it on your own. Um, to the best of your ability, whatever you think it is, you're going to be just fine. No different than when I was like, what's that? A snatch? The bar goes from the ground overhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Like it just works. Yeah, it, it, it's true. You know, like you said earlier, you know, the, these functional movements aren't inherently safe. You know, it's, it's really hard to hurt yourself snatching when you're just learning because you can't even move enough to hurt yourself. <laughs> I remember trying to snatch in the traditional gym and a 45 pound barbell was devastating. I could barely get that thing like up to my chest. I had no idea. And I remember I go back and look at my notes because I was keeping a a, a journal that I'd write my scores in. And it was like, it it had the load. It was like a heavy day on CrossFit.com. And I just wrote just the bar today working on technique, which I remember (laughs) that was the excuse I told myself as to why I couldn't do it when it had fives on either side is because I just couldn't do it. Dude, I remember the first time I over had squatted 135. It was, I was the shit. I'm like, I'm probably, I'm probably the fittest guy ever at this point. 135. You know, for me, full full internal rotation, you know, (laughs) It, it was before everybody had phones and everything. So you know, 2006, seven, you'd actually like go on the website, write it down, go to the gym type of thing. And I remember Isabel came up and I was like, all right, this won't be too bad. 30 snatches, 135. 
isn't bad and similar to Todd. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I mean, I don't remember, but I would be surprised if I even did it. But I Jay, was like, there's, tell I me mean, right now, if no, you no, had no, to no, do I'm that saying, workout today, could you do it RX on under 10 minutes? Um, yeah. I mean, my best is about went down to like probably in the threes or fours. I, today? No, no I, I'm shocked. I mean, it's been a few months since I've moved a barbell now and snatch, but I didn't do it back then either. Don't get me wrong. In my mind, I was like, you know, the only thing what, at the time, what do you equate 135 to? The bench press. You're like, well, that's my warm up set. Snatching should be easy. And then you're like, I, I don't think I even completed the workout, period, but I certainly didn't snatch. It took me years to snatch 135. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, that just brings me, all of this just brings back so many re- memories. I remember re- doing Randy for the first time and thinking, 75 pounds, that's nothing. I can probably knock out 30 reps straight. Got to like 15 and just blew up and melted to the ground. I think the first time I ever did that workout, I thought my erectors literally jumped out of my body. <laughs> I think. No, mine were probably, in my body because they were so swollen. And oh so my pumped. God. That's probably one of the things I miss the most is that unexpectedness of it like like you said you look at a workout you're like where now it's like you know we know better you see a workout with 75 reps you're like yes the best are potentially going to go unbroken you should go rep sets of 10 you know or the or the isabel like the loading but back then yeah you're like you said for it's like ignorance is bliss and you're just like cool 30 reps of 135 snatch couple minutes i'll be done for the day I'm pretty sure I can get 22 reps without dropping the bar. What'll, what'll, be, the, <laughs> yeah, what'll be the worst? Let's see happen. what happens. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Well, found out. Well, it took me, you know, two minutes to get the last eight. That, that was our first experiences. But as always, we'd love to hear from the audience. So if, you, if you'd like to share your first experience, email it to us, besthouroftheirday at gmail.com. And Fern, we're closing in on 200 reviews. So call your mom. Have her leave us a review, please. She's got nothing else to do. Seriously. That'll be a one star, probably. <laughs> she knows Fern too well. No, no. My, like, mom, my mom thinks I'm great. So, she la- yeah. I like that acronym, well, she guys. Doesn't my know son you that is well. really dead yeah. weight. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that was fun. Trip down memory lane, guys. Thanks again for listening to Best Hour of Their Day. And thanks again to our special guest. We appreciate all you guys do for us with Best Hour of Their Day when it comes to sharing our posts on Instagram, when it comes to subscribing to us on YouTube, when it comes to the constant feedback. We are grateful and we appreciate it. We are trying to build a community based on coaching development and becoming the best version of yourself. And it goes without saying that we couldn't do without all of you. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Season one of dropping in is out. We are getting tremendous feedback and we'd love for you to check it out. Leave us a comment on there, head over to our Instagram, give us a follow, like our pictures, feel free to share anything that resonates with you. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or feedback for us, Please don't hesitate. Email us, besthouroftheirday at gmail.com. Thanks again. Until the next episode, we hope you've had the best hour of your day.